Hey friends, it's Momo and it's time to talk about Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I did one about this already, but I figured it was time for an updated version. So this movie starts off the new Planet of the Apes franchise, which they threw a lot of references into the whole, you know, oh no, lost in space, fucking Charlton Heston. And that was really cool. I like that. And I hope that it comes back around. I hope we get to see how these apes evolve into those movies. And then we get to see a real Planet of the Apes style film. Or maybe this wraps around and makes the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie make sense. Who knows? I haven't seen that movie. Um, I wasn't a really big fan of the Planet of the Apes franchise until these movies. It made it more grounded in reality. Like, I know the other one was like a Twilight Zone what if. I, th I think it went a little long for a Twilight Zone episode. This movie gets to the point right away. We got a guy who works for a company, a pharmaceutical company, working on brain medications, and the guy working on it, his dad has Alzheimer's. His dad is played by John Lithgow, which is just fantastic because John Lithgow is good in fucking everything. I've literally never seen him act badly. When he starts to lose his faculties, like you start to really feel concerned. Like you're like, oh shit, oh no, John Lithgow. Even though you know it's a movie and there's a monkey that is eventually going to start talking. I don't know if that's that far off. I like, I don't know. This movie seems to, the, how simple it is kind of makes me nervous it's not like splice where the movie was completely like what am i watching this could never happen we're in so far from these kind of technological breakthroughs the technology in this movie seemed a little bit more attainable the monkeys in this movie by the way speaking of technology these monkeys look like monkeys the hair on these guys andy circus's acting just really pushed it over another plane i think andy circus's acting really should have got an oscar for these movies because he's doing a hell of a job portraying i think like all of the monkeys in this movie or at least, like, Caesar himself, he's doing a great job. And, uh, you know, you can't use real monkeys for these, so it's obvious why they use CG ones. There were some scenes that took me out of it, and I think that they, what they did was they gave Caesar a more human face than the rest of the apes, because he looks the most weird. Like, he looks like he's in the uncanny valley. Like, he, if when he was standing up and walking around, which he did a lot of, he didn't do a lot of knuckle walking. Like, you see him when he's usually standing and ordering all the monkeys around, or the other apes, sorry, when he's ordering the apes around, he has his chest puffed out and he's standing up on his own, his hind legs because he was raised by a human, right? So he's like bringing these kind of human traits to the rest of the, what do they call, troop. I think a, a group of chimps is called a troop. I'm not sure. Definitely, uh, if I'm wrong about that, send me a message to my Twitter at uh, audio underscore D-E-E -E and let me know if it's called, a tr if I'm wrong about it being called a troop. But uh, he, he tells us to the troop that he gets put through because John Lithgow's dementia or whatever he's going through flares up and he decides, I'm going to get behind the wheel of a car. And he gets behind the wheel of his neighbor's car who suffers the worst in this movie. He's like Schlepprock if you're old enough to remember the Flintstones and Schlepprock. But uh, this dude gets his car fucked up, bitten by a fucking chimp. He's a pilot also we learn and then he gets the killer monkey disease and spreads that shit all over the place another thing about this movie that seems more realistic nowadays is not just hey scientific breakthroughs you know may happen but also disease rampant disease that just goes all over the world in a pandemic like we actually lived through that shit like that doesn't seem that far-fetched now it's kind of like when um that one video game came out that Hideo Kojima did um Death Stranding and everybody was like, this is stupid. Nobody's ever going to, like, rely on delivery people and, like, try to avoid other people and live in this extreme isolation. This is dumb and not realistic. And then it happened. And then we were like, oh, that game is not so uh, so unrealistic. I guess uh, 
Sam Bridges or whatever his name is, is a essential worker. <laughs> it got too real too fast. So, you know, when the monkey, when I saw it again recently, um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, it hit different because of the pandemic we just lived through. And I do believe that game where you can make viruses, uh, I can't remember the name of it, uh, Viruses Inc. or something like that, whichever is the name of the game, um, has like monkey disease in the game and we started to get monkeypox like that was real like this was this movie got a lot more scary uh as as the future goes on uh especially knowing that there was a news story of some monkeys stealing uh some covid some vials of like super covid or something and then running off into the jungle in india um I'm not sure if we ever captured that monkey. Let me know. <laughs> Hit me up on audio underscore DEE and let me know if we captured that monkey. That one was legitimately a monkey, not a chimp, not an ape. Apes are starting to exhibit some really smart behavior. Uh, and, and it's interesting that in this one, th- he they were being taught sign language by other apes. I wonder if that's a thing, that apes can teach other apes sign language. Because if so, that would be huge to like release a monkey, to release an ape that knows sign language back into the world. And have them teach wild apes sign language. I would love to see how the sign language evolves. What if what an experiment that I don't think would cause too much harm, but then again, it might cause too much like monkey talk and make it able make it, them able to like rise up. Rise of, of the planet of the apes might actually happen if we teach the monkeys in captivity sign language and then release them back into the wild. So maybe not, maybe not. Draco Malfoy was in this movie and he is typecast as an asshole. He did a great job though. Like if you can if you know how to do it, then do it. Do what you know. And he did. He killed it as an annoying prick. And his American accent wasn't bad. You couldn't even tell that it's probably not his actual accent. But I love when the apes get back at Draco Malfoy. Fuck that dude. And fuck everybody that runs the the uh sanctuary. Now, honestly, the sanctuary could be worse. This is actually a pretty good animal sanctuary. Like you've seen from Tiger King and other things like that. Like there can be some pretty bad uh animals being kept in captivity and treated really poorly like this guy was an asshole but like and he was shocking the monkeys and and like fucking waterboarding them but um they had a a nice environment to play in they weren't locked in the cages 24 7 stuff like that uh it could be worse is what i'm saying so if imagine (laughs) you know caesar really rising up and getting with some monkeys or apes that have not been treated well. Like that one ape in the uh, end of the movie that actually got the killing blow on the uh, dickhead businessman that worked at the pharmaceutical company. You don't want those apes to meet up with the apes that know sign language. You don't. It'll be a big problem. And then there's orcas that are sinking ships on in other parts of the world right now. You don't want the orcas to learn sign language, to understand sign language from the apes. And then they just go fuck humans let's just take over you don't want this is like the second or third time i see some movie that's completely outlandish and going this was real i felt this (laughs) but like covid was real that shit happened we didn't get overrun by uh apes there were some places that were overrun by monkeys though set up the second one perfectly because i did see the second movie um as well as the first one i don't think i've seen war for the planet of the apes something tells me i have but i don't feel like i have i don't know but i like this movie I liked the gradual resentment in Caesar and hatred of humans. Even his own parents kind of like abandoned him. He doesn't quite understand the situation of why he was put in the sanctuary in the first place. Like he bit a guy. He knows that's wrong. But no matter how smart Caesar is, he hasn't read 
uh, all of the laws pertaining to keeping a chimp. And I don't even think in certain states it's legal to keep a chimp. Maybe that was a factor too. Because this, he did hide this from everybody. Like, Caesar couldn't leave the house. So I'm assuming, he did take Caesar on walks sometimes. So, mm, I don't know, maybe. Maybe he was just taking his chances taking Caesar on walks. Yeah, I'm hyped to see the next movie again. Because that's on the magical wheel that me and my friends spin and watch movies from. So I can't wait to watch the next one. And I'll probably just upload my actual original thoughts next time. It's just I listened, to my, I listened back to my old thoughts. And I was like, this my mic sucks. <laughs> and so I wanted to redo it. We've come really far. We've come a really long way with technology. And I can't wait to see the next Apes movie, which is coming out in 2024. That's the fourth Apes movie. I think by that point, Charlton Heston should be on his way back, right? Also, who's playing Charlton Heston? Who has that role? I would love to know. If you know, again, one more time, hit me up on audio underscore D-E-E to let me know. This one, this episode has just been one long plug from my Twitter. Definitely check back next week when we talk about Dread. <laughs>